Hey, I'm Gina Keeping, ex-classroom teacher turned mindset and business mentor. Not too long ago, overwhelm and stress was my norm. Now, I have created a life where I help entrepreneurial women create an unstoppable mindset and teach them how to grow and scale their own businesses, all while getting their own gifts out to the world and creating an impact. Welcome to the Keeping It Real podcast, where each week I bring you an inspiring person or message where we talk about all things life and business related, where our conversations are real, the information is inspiring, we have a splash of fun, we have lots of laughs, and we dive into life lessons and deep conversations about all of the things. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome back, friends, to another episode of the Keeping It Real podcast with me, your host, Gina Keeping. And as you can tell by my voice and how I sound, your girl is still really sick. So today's episode is going to be super short um, because I'm still under the weather and I'm not feeling my best and I was hoping to have my podcasts uh, all batched last week and... No, it was not in the plan. So I'm surrendering to that. And here I am recording Sunday, the day before it gets released on Monday, but that's okay. We're going to roll with those punches. So um, I'm a little bit kind of sad and also excited at the same time because I'm sick. I missed our football party, which is usually my favorite night of the whole entire year. And my football team, they, you know, we always get together, we celebrate and there's a big party where we all come together. And I miss that. I've been missing quite a few things over the last couple of days. So while I'm a little bit in a, of a pity party, if you will, I'm also trying to give myself grace and be excited because tonight we do have our welcome party for the ELE program. Um, so yeah, just trying to navigate those two worlds where it's like giving yourself that grace when you're sick. And I truly feel like this is a little bit of a lesson for me because I have been pushing maybe a little bit too hard. So here we are embracing the both both worlds and doing things imperfectly. Okay, so last week I did a poll on my Instagram and I asked you guys, what do you want to see more on the podcast? And I got a huge request, um, very, very big request for mental toughness and high performance habits. So I was super pumped about that. And because you guys um, asked for that and so many people were like, yes, this is what I want guidance in. I'm going to do a little mini series of these topics because number one, they go hand in hand. And number two, they are so freaking important, not just for success in your life, but also for fulfillment, right? I truly believe that you can be a high performer and still have relationships and you can still have freedom and you can still have fulfillment. So I'm really trying to break the mold on what being a high performer is. I look at being a high performer as somebody who really utilizes their time, has systems in place, and then can have the best of both worlds. So I feel I have mastered this. Um, So I want to share with you some things that I do to help with that. Um, 
mental toughness, it really comes from the things that we do daily and regularly to strengthen our mindset muscle. And while these things, yes, they might seem unsexy, these are the things that are going to make a huge difference in your life and will help you big time when it comes to being more motivated, activating your mental toughness muscle, and really just stepping into this high performance world where you're not wasting time, you're not spending more time on your phone than you are in your business, you're not, you know, in decision fatigue where you're waiting and trying to figure out what decision to make next. These things I'm going to teach you today really help you get efficient um, and help you really step into high performance. So every Sunday for me, I carve out about 20 minutes every single Sunday for me to do a check-in a reflection, and then a little planning for the week. And most people won't take this 20 minutes because it's like, oh, it's Sunday. But this 20 minutes transforms my whole entire week. And it saves me so much time and clarity. So I want to share these four little things that I do every single week that make a huge difference. Now, I will say, I'm not always motivated to do this. On a Sunday, sometimes all I want to do is just chill and relax. But when I take 20 minutes, and usually I'll do it in the morning, so then I have the rest of my day uh, to myself. I do it while I'm dripping, while I'm drinking my latte. Um, if it's a nice day, I sit outside and I really make it part of my morning routine on a Sunday. So the very first thing that I do first is I have a Google form that I fill out that I've created um, every single Sunday. And it checks in with my goals, with my values. It prompts me to reflect on my week, to look at the areas I need improvement on, for me to celebrate pieces of the week that maybe I'm going to have forgotten. And it really just allows this little gut check for me to look at my week and make sure that I'm on track to my goals. One of the most powerful quotes that I continue to come back to is what you don't measure, you can't manage. And most of us have these lofty goals where we're trying to find improvement, but we're not measuring them in any way. So this Google form that I've created that started off super small and it's gradually turned into something um, that takes me about five minutes to complete because I have business check-in in there. I have mindset check-in. I have my physical health. I have my values. So mine has gotten a little bit lengthy, but if you are starting like even a little Google form or, and if you don't like a Google form, then a little check-in where you're answering three questions every Sunday so you can look back and look at your week and just do that little check-in and then you can start looking at how you want to move forward this week, right? Most of us are just running around being reactive instead of being proactive. So the very first thing I do is my Google form. The second thing is I plan out my week. I look at my goals, I look at my appointments, I look at what I need to have done, I make sure my self-care is in my schedule, I make sure my goals are in my schedule, I make sure my non-negotiables for my business and my life are in there, I then time block my uh, different things that I have to do, I batch, I make sure everything is in my calendar, including my energy breaks, including time for me, including flex time where I'm like, I don't want to be tied to a schedule all the time. I've really gotten to know myself and use discernment of how I plan my week. And I really encourage you to do that for you is to use discernment on what needs to go in your calendar and how your calendar looks for you, right? So for me, 
Putting that in my calendar, it saves me on so much thinking time. It reduces the number of decisions I have to make. I literally get up and I follow my schedule and I get done. And I'm not in this mindset loop of like, oh, I don't want to do this. Or what should I have to do? Or what's next? What do my business need? No, it's all planned out, ready for me to go. And by planning this out, I know when I'm working on me, I'm not trying to squeeze in my goals at the end of the day. I'm really intentional with my time. So that's number two as I plan out my week. The third thing for me is being healthy and having energy is super important for me. And food and exercise, especially with my fibromyalgia, it's a non-negotiable for me. So on Sundays, I plan out the week. I make my list. Um, sometimes Dwayne will get groceries. Sometimes I'll get groceries. Sometimes I'll even pick the groceries up Monday morning. But I know what I'm eating every day for my lunches and my supper. I usually have a smoothie every morning after I work out. So smoothies are easy for breakfast. Um, but having this saves me from decision fatigue because where I do have a business and where I do have to make a lot of decisions throughout the day, if I, if I don't have supper planned, I'll catch myself not wanting to commit to that decision. Um, and oftentimes when I picked Dwayne up, he'd be like, well, what's having for supper? I'm like, I don't know. I don't care. And sometimes that would turn actually, no, sometimes a lot of times that turns to takeout if I don't have a plan. So for me, taking that time to make sure I have the meal plan and then sometimes even prepping things like muffins, energy bars. Um, sometimes I'll, I'll do my roasted vegetables. I'll do a little prep so I'm set up for the week rather than Monday coming and me trying to figure out what I'm eating. And then when my energy is compromised, my mindset is compromised and it's a trickle effect for me. So that little bit of time on a Sunday, it just saves me so just so much energy and so much time, I think, throughout my week. So that's my third thing. The fourth thing is I plan my workouts and my energy enhancers. So for me, I get a little bored with my workouts and I play a lot of sports, which keeps that variety up. And I'm in volleyball season now, which is great. Um, but I'm also back into running. So I will plan my workouts. I'll plan my runs. I'll plan the days that I'm doing weights and I'll make sure that's in my schedule and everything that I have that I need is done for my workouts. Sometimes I'll even have my workout clothes ready the night before, because for me, working out in the morning works best. It's not always easy to get up in the morning, but I know when I work out in the morning, the rest of my day goes so much more smoother. So I will do things like to have my sneakers out, have my workout clothes ready, have my DVD ready, my computer set up, um, my weight area cleaned. I'll have all those things ready to ensure that when I get up the next day and the next day that everything's in place for that. So for me, those are the things that I plan that work for me. And if you're listening to this and you're like, well, that one doesn't really resonate. That's cool too. But I really encourage you to figure out what things you could do on a Sunday that can help set your week up for success. Maybe it's look at your children's calendar. Maybe it's make some phone calls for child pickup. Maybe it's, okay, um, I need to do some batching here on a Sunday because maybe you're busy throughout the week. Maybe it's organizing if you're working full-time and growing your business. When are you going to work on your business, right? So use discernment and have some planning time on a Sunday to put things in place at work for you. So that's the first bit. That's my every Sunday routine. 
The next thing uh, I wanted to share, because today is October the 1st, and I just got finished doing my monthly check-in, which I feel is so valuable. Um, And I just want to share with you four little things that I do that help me get clear on my month and then my weeks to come. So the very first thing that I do, usually I'll do this on like the 30th or 31st, the day before the first, but where today is Sunday and it's the first and I haven't been feeling well, this is when I did my monthly check-in. So I reflect back on the month. I check in with my goals. I look at where I maybe fell short, where I need to evaluate and maybe put some extra support in for my goals, what I might need to change. And I look at how I can support myself or ask for that support in moving forward on my goals. So this week, for example, where I've been sick, I said to Dwayne today, I was like, these are the things that I have done. Uh, I need you to do this, this, and this. Um, This is what I have done on on my end. And I asked for that extra bit of help because normally I take care of the meal prep. Oftentimes I do get the groceries. So for me, asking for that help in this season was really important. The second thing that I do is I check in and I go, okay, how did I feel last month? So to be quite honest, September was a little bit of a blur for me. Um, I went to Texas, we had a launch and it seemed a little rushed and it seemed like um, with all the busyness and then me being sick, I was on the back burner a little bit and I don't usually allow this to happen. And I think this is part of why I've been sick for so long is because a lot of the things that I normally do regularly were on the back burner. So I usually pick a word on how I want to feel and what I want to lean into for the month. So this month, my word is commitment. Because like I just said, since traveling and being, I really want to come back to my habits and my systems that are super important that help me stay in my success. So commitment is my word for this month. So it's really important for you to check in with that to see how you want to feel. Because if you don't have that intention behind it, the month is going to be gone and you're going to be in the same place again next month. The third thing that I do is I check in with my vision. I actually write out my vision every single month. And the reason why I do this is because I want to ensure that I am taking actions towards it. I see where I had the gaps um, and I really just get intentional about how I want this month to look and really gut check myself to make sure that I am moving the needle towards my goals. I also, uh, after I have that part done and I see the gaps and I, I really get clear about the month, I then upgrade my visuals to match that. So usually what I often do is I'll take my word, I'll write it out and I'll put that visual somewhere in my office or my bedroom or my mirror. And I put it so that my brain is continuously checking in with these words and with my vision, because then we subconsciously fall into that subconscious belief, right? And sometimes our brains get used to our visuals. So I change them up. I usually write it out. I zhuzh up my environment to make sure that I'm reconnected to my vision, that I haven't forgotten it, that I'm being intentional. And then the fourth thing that I do, and this is really fun, um, and while I do celebrate consistently, I write out a full page of all the things that I'm celebrating this month. 
And it could be actions, it could be results, it could be mindset shifts, it could be boundaries, it could be something that I did that I was putting off. There's nothing too small, but I really just write a celebration to myself because sometimes when we're doing this evaluation and check-in, we can fall into a negative headspace of, oh, I'm not doing it right. I don't allow myself to go there. I let my evaluation be a little check of how I can continue to get better. I don't make it anything about me. I don't shit on myself and I definitely don't make it um, something that it's not. It just merely information for me to get better and for me to get closer to my goals. So I don't let these check-ins be anything negative. It just gives me information and evidence on how I want to move forward. And that's a me job. So for me, this celebration anchors in all the work that I've done for September, even though I wasn't happy with how I've been feeling about my rush, about all those things. But there's been some also beautiful things that came from September and in this check-in, I don't want to forget that. So that's what I do. So that might seem like a lot to you, but really I can do this. So my, my Sunday check-in is usually 20 minutes. That's it. <clears throat> my monthly check-in is usually a little bit longer, but for me, if this half an hour each month is going to get me closer to my goals and help me feeling better and be more fulfilled and have more time and have more energy, I mean, of course I'm going to do that. So these things are, I guess, things that I've been trying out for a couple of years now. And some things have left that I felt I didn't really need anymore. But these things have been the solid four things monthly and the solid four things weekly that I keep coming back to. But don't try to do those things and carbon copy the ones that I'm doing. If they completely resonate with you, absolutely. But the key to success in your high performance and your mental toughness is figuring out where your gaps are and then giving yourself the support to make sure that you're filling in those gaps, right? So for me, I have an extra layer of the fibromyalgia. So for me, energy um, and pain management is everything. So my meal prep and my workouts, that those two things in itself allow me to have the energy to do the other thing. So they have to be at the forefront for me, right? Now, I will say that being healthy and looking at your food, your nutrition, your exercise and how you move your body will give you more energy and will help you reach your goals faster, right? So health is always my number one thing, uh, even though in September... I have been still healthy with healthy habits, but not what I normally do. So I think I'm getting this little nudge to recommit, which is why my word for the month is commitment. So I'd love to hear what your word is for the month. I'd love to hear if you try any of these things out. And I'm sorry you had to listen to my horsey voice this whole episode. And if you listen to the end, thank you. I'm going to sign off now and I hope you have the best day. I'm rooting for you. And as always, keep it kind, keep it fun and always keep it real.